research on dragons and i know that you know so much about dragons that you can tell me what kind of dragon that you want to be uh i want to be a happy dragon a happy dragon <laughs> i mean what does that even mean is that like a gold dragon you can be like a blue dragon is like blue eyes white dragon a fucking happy dragon what's going on i know the cartoon blue eyes white dragon is happy because he's smiling Smaug is probably happy quite often. Uh, I didn't think much about it. I just thought if I was a dragon, I'd want to be happy. Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> a noble cause of the dragon. Yeah, what kind of dragon would I want to be? I mean, yeah, you can describe yourself physically as well. I mean, honestly, the one that uh, lives the strongest in my memory would be Draco from Dragonheart. And I do like the way that he looks. So it'd be something along those lines. Sort of like Sean Connery as a dragon. (laughs) Exactly. Man, see, this is why you should watch Dragon Ball. Because when I was a kid, I would have said Shenron or whatever that dragon's name is. But then you find out that that guy's a bitch. Mm. Because there's stronger dragons. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. The dragon they summon's like a guy. Like, he's, they talk to him and shit. He's got a personality, and they don't like him, or he doesn't like everybody very much. Oh, is that the point of all the Dragon Balls? Well, to, like, the, bring the dragon out or something? Yeah, you, you bring the dragon out, and it gives you one wish, and then they keep making different ways to either make the Dragon Balls hard to find or change the power of the wish. Okay. Because, like, bringing somebody back from the dead drains the power balls, and then you find out that, like, the Namikians control the actual Dragon Balls. And then after that, you find out that there's, like, universe balls that are, like, sometimes the size of planets. And they got to get those to get the universe dragon. And you know the standard progression of anime, where it's just like, (laughs) we're just going to keep making this one thing twist and turn a bunch. You got to get your Super Saiyan 1 through 50. Absolutely. They got rid of fucking two whole Saiyans, man. They just made them non-canon. I don't even know what a Saiyan is, though. Is that, like, the most powerful The main guy? character is a Saiyan. And it's, like, so are we going to just do a real brief? So a Saiyan... <laughs> I mean, this is about dragons. Dragon balls. <laughs> yeah, but Saiyans aren't dragons. They're uh, giant monkeys, which is mildly racist to say about them, or at least Frieza says so. But they're basically the last of a warrior race type deal. But their whole spiel originally was... If you if they lose and survive, they heal stronger than they were. So if okay. you kill a Saiyan, no matter what, you're fucked. You know, if you don't kill a Saiyan, no matter what, you're fucked. Yeah, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Yeah, but like there's, <laughs> it's very like countable when you're a Saiyan. Yeah, you're like, all right, this thing beat me. Now I know I can just walk up and smack the shit out of it. <laughs> so the first forever of it is just like. Goku gets his ass kicked, goes and heals in a cave and or with his friends, and then comes back, and that just repeats over and over again. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's why you gotta kill all the Saiyans. That's why they blew up the planet. (laughs) Well, that kind of actually slightly reminds me 
of one of the uh, mythologies I was reading about dragons. Let's see how it is. You don't even care what kind of dragon I want to be. <laughs> well, what kind I'm of dragon gonna, do you want to be? You're not even going to see how you just, just walk away. I Honestly, there there's an Asian dragon that's the dragon of like power and strength guy. That guy's pretty cool. I'd be him. Okay. Is he like a long, snaky dragon? Or? I think they're all long, snaky dragons from that part of mythology. Yeah, it seems like... Well, mo- honestly, the majority the, of dragons, yeah, if you but made, Asian dragons seem to mostly be long and sticky. If you made a Sven, di- a, yeah, Sven diagram of what dragons look like compared to geology, most of them would overlap in serpent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll tell you the, the Chinese dragon myth that I found. So this is one of the oldest... Um, you know, according to some of the information I was finding, they kind of believe that the original dragon myths may have originated in Africa and then kind of quickly migrated as people did up into the Asian regions. Uh, but this, so I'll tell you the Chinese dragon myth. Uh, in the beginning, they were humans. And they basically lived on just a barren earth. It was like a desert. There was no water, vegetation, animals, any of that. Uh, But there were some dragons. What was the ground made of? Was the ground (laughs) made of dragons? Uh, I guess soil. Did I say no earth? You said there was nothing. (laughs) Well, there was nothing, but... I guess there was. Um, it didn't specify at least to live know. on. It, there, it didn't <laughs> say at all. They were just like end ground. <laughs> well, there was some imagery playing um, during this man telling the tale, and they were showing images of desert. So that's kind of what I imagine oh. it like—just barren, dry land. But everybody here knows that the desert is really just a blooming garden at night. <laughs> it is quite fertile, yes, beneath yes. the surface. Mm. <laughs> Things strive in the desert; they survive. Quite well. It's an ecosystem of life. It's worth <laughs> protecting. Uh, so, yeah, humans lived in this barren wasteland. I, don't, I guess wasteland implies that there used to be something. <laughs> I have often wondered about that. So humans were living in just this barren land, and dragons were living to the east in water. Um. The dragons realized the plight of the humans. They felt bad for them. Wait, if there was no water, how were they in the water? Well, because the humans were in the west, where it was dry. The dragons were in the east. Gotcha. So there was stuff. It just wasn't (laughs) where the people were. They were just in a desert. Yep, yep. So the dragons felt bad, and they went to talk to the Jade Emperor. And they were like... That guy has a lot of power. (laughs) The Jade Emperor? Yes. Yeah, he's real busy, too. It's hard to catch him. You know, you have to talk to him sometimes at a real inconvenient time, like uh, Sunday. I'm pretty sure you just have to be a dragon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. So the dragon's going to talk to the Jade Emperor. The part of the dragon story where they wait in line and take a number and shit. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of traffic, so it did take them a while to get there, but they got there. And they were like, hey, these humans... Uh, we should just give them some water and they can enjoy life and stuff. And the Jade Emperor was like, no. Yeah, that's what <laughs> emperors do. But the dragons were like, uh, we could get sneaky with it. You know, he, the Jade Emperor doesn't have to know. So as they flew back to Earth uh, and they were flying through clouds, they secretly trapped some moisture 
in their mouths. And as they went back to Earth... This is some bullshit about how rain is dragon spit. (laughs) As they went back to Earth, you know, they just started shooting it all over for the humans grown plants making life happen that's disgusting and i (laughs) that's the worst creation story i've ever heard yeah we're just dragging backwash uh so the jade emperor found out yeah and he he, he cursed everyone and that's where like (laughs) sin came from i'm sure is that how we got mountain ranges was he furious and broke open the ground oh you were right about the mountains uh, not 100% right, though. He was pissed at the dragons, and he trapped them underneath the mountains. Yeah. But the dragons did have some water left in their mouths. They didn't spit it all out on the people. Gotcha. And um, that's where the, the four great rivers of China come from. I didn't mention, I should have set it up a little bit more. There were four dragons. Uh, there was a black one, a yellow one, a pearl one and a long one. <laughs> long, of course, the favorite color of the podcast. <laughs> so those four dragons represent the four great rivers of China. One of them being the Long River. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, so, that, so that covers the Chinese one. And the, so that covers how China has water. Are all (laughs) of these going to be uh, creation stories? Yeah, pretty much. And they're all... So that's, um, you know, this... What would I even call him? I don't think he was a professor, but he was like an academic guy. I'm sure he would like to be called a professor or a doc. Like, do you know if you guys... It's like, I'm an undergrad. Yeah, well, I'm just not sure if he was like teaching classes. I think he was doing research. So... Uh, he may have been like Are a you doctor. supposed to call that person a researcher like Researcher Bradley? <laughs> I guess doctor if he has his PhD. Um, I'm not sure what else. If he's just... There's nothing before that. <laughs> yeah. You don't get any magic letters. Like, I am a half a doctor. But to answer your question, um, if they're all kind of creation, yes. And that was one of his defining criteria of the origin of the myth of the dragon. Was that it was a creation story, so he just does not believe in any of the dragons that existed <laughs> in the Middle Ages at all. Uh, I mean, I don't think he thinks dragons are real. I know, but like as far as mythology goes, because if that's one of the criteria for them, that's like what they turned into, because that that's where all of the dragons we know from our childhood came from. Yeah, so... Or I guess they're the most marketable dragons as well, because the fucking movie about, um, I guess dragons spitting all over the fucking ground to make the people happy would make a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Although, the so Cohen brothers might do it all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have spit physics down. <laughs> That's, I Just the, the feeling of both happiness and sorrow of being, like, spit on by giant dragons... <laughs> in like your village and just going about your day and having to be like you're somewhat melancholic about this gift you've gotten from the skies that's slightly thicker than water should be would that be a great compliment as a director to be like you really know how to capture the emotion of being spit all over (laughs) that depends on compliments are in the eye of the taker true like 
generally speaking, when I get compliments, I don't know what to do with them. So I just smile and go, yep. <laughs> well, that's the wrong thing to do, apparently, socially. So uh, I don't get complimented terribly <laughs> much. Uh, well, to answer your question, this guy, he did kind of split it into... I guess more of the ancient dragon and then the more modern dragon that you know he was about. all hoity-toity and he's like real dragons <laughs> the ones that made the world and <laughs> fake dragons like in camelot with your little horses <laughs> so those ones the ones you're talking about come around like a th- 1000 ad and they are a little bit more in line with like the ancient european dragon but yeah, they're they're typically more like you know reptilian, four legged. I think uh, a lot fire of fire breathing. I think a lot of dragons were chickens that people saw swimming, like <laughs> back in the day. Could have been, yeah. The South African I I brought up that's probably the real or like the first. Yeah, I've got you saying real dragon. That's <laughs> all it takes is one quarter of a podcast to convert Adam into a dragon believer. Oh, I'm not one because that. I have plenty of resistance. <laughs> no, I don't fully believe it. I don't. So I see I, you I immediately back. backpedaling there because you thought that I did believe in <laughs> dragons. You heard it here first. Adam Manassi flip flops on dragons. <laughs> um, the South African dragon, it's actually kind of a rain snake. I do know this one. So let me back it up a little bit. This I mentioned is the same story you just told me. <laughs> so I mentioned that the um, there's kind of common criteria, right? There is like a creation aspect to it. It was always a scaly skinned creature that resembled a snake. Bit water. <laughs> well, it lives at or near water. I, that is something that is like the whole them living in the sky thing is totally almost entirely an us makeup thing. <laughs> Yeah, and the last criteria is that it's aggressive. Now, it could be aggressive in a good way. Positively aggressive. (laughs) It's like he murdered 30 villagers who tried to visit him, and it was through hugs. (laughs) You can get a lot of people in one servant hug, especially if you don't care if they're still breathing. That's true, yeah, depending on the length of your snake. Mm, The serpent's hug. (laughs) The South African rain snake... That sounds dirty as fuck. <laughs> Why? Because it lives on the ground? I'll show you my South African rain snake. Like, you can't <laughs> not. The South African rain snake is pretty similar. It basically was kind of just like a, um, almost like a rain god. So it was believed to bring water, bring rain. Uh, had a relationship with the earth, basically, uh, kind of took care of nature. It's depicted a little differently than some other ancient dragons. Um, although it is snake-like, it sometimes had an animal head, like an antelope or a lion. I was really hoping you were going to say guy. <laughs> it's a serpent with, like, Steve's face. <laughs> Man, who's the Steve that comes to your mind when I say Steve? Um, for me, Jobs. Mm, I have Steven from high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm trying to think. 
trying to remember him. I recognize the name. He's got like a pointing. He looks like exactly what you would imagine the squeaky voiced villain of a high school student in a movie would be. Okay. Yeah. I think I know. Because that's who he was. Because that's all we did when we were in middle school was model (laughs) ourselves after shitty movies. But he stole my backpack once and I pretended to tell on him. But really all I did was say hi to the duty aid and point at him. Um, so he thought I ratted him out. So he like, uh, fractured my shins. Oh, dang. Yeah. Cause he kicked me with steel toed boots, but I got real mad when he did that. So I kicked him like 30 something times in the ass (laughs) and then I got suspended for it. Because, well, yeah, I got dragged to the office and they're like, what happened? And I was like, well, I did this ingenious move where he just put down my backpack and ran away because he thought I ratted him out. So I got my (laughs) backpack back, but then he kicked me in the shins for ratting him out, which he should have known I didn't because he wasn't in trouble by anybody. And, uh, yeah, then I kicked him a bunch and apparently you're not allowed to fucking defend yourself to the point of making the other kid unable to walk for a little bit. Couldn't sit down. I bruised his ass. Hmm. But I had a cracked bone out of it, so I don't know. <laughs> but you cracked his ass. I didn't crack his ass. I just bruised the shit out of it. Oh. Yeah, I'm upset that I didn't do more damage because I got suspended for that shit. <laughs> An interesting thing about the South African rain snake. Uh, there are depictions of it in artifacts. They happen underwater. The the scenes, like the depictions of humans with the rain snake. So they're pictures of water levels, not they are <laughs> artifacts that are underwater. Uh, I don't know where the artifacts are found. I would assume, yes, not underwater. But yeah, the depictions on the artifacts are underwater scenes. They're called called water levels, Adam. Yeah, water levels. Some interesting parts of it, um, the snake oftentimes in these depictions is being cut and you can see it bleeding, which is interpreted as like rainfall. Is it? Or were (laughs) we all like snake blood's delicious? (laughs) Also gross. Uh, The humans in these depictions all have nosebleeds. I'm not sure that there's like a, an agreed upon reason why. And in some of them, the dragon also has a nosebleed. Keelan's immediate opposite interpretation <laughs> of this is this is the depiction of the spread of a plague or famine. And I would assume plague because that would be the symptoms. And maybe this is the first cold. Could and it's actually how a bunch of people died. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it also seems like they're in a trance-like state. Uh, there's some dancing and other indications of that. It's so. the flu and they're all on NyQuil. <laughs> so, yeah, basically that South African rain snake mythology kind of migrated <laughs> up into the Asian region and made its way to the Americas. So in the Americas, Quetzalcoatl, have you ever heard of? Oh, yes. <laughs> Quite often. Have You've never played Sanitarium? Quetzalcoatl? I have not played it. Dude, Sanitarium is excellent. You play as him. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's one of the guy's delusions is that he's an Aztec god. I don't... Yeah, Aztec. I believe Mayan as well. Uh, I could be mixing those up. 
or maybe it's just one. Yeah, but definitely know. Aztec. Is he Thunderbird? Which one's Thunderbird? Yes, that was one of the names. So Quetzalcoatl has different pronunciation and different names. I believe that is one, the Thunderbird. Basically, that the story is kind of another one of creation with him. There's variations of it, and it's like a whole complicated thing. It's but. real easy. You're this guy in a sanitarium, and you wake up, and you think you're an Aztec god, and you got to walk <laughs> around transforming between your Aztec god form and your other hallucinations to get through a simple platformer. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you collect maze? Mm, no i don't think that it gets uh, that weird no i actually don't remember that level <laughs> that terribly much so that's one of the things with quetzalcoatl uh and you're talking about the transformation aspect he actually uh wanted to feed humans because he saw they didn't have a, a food source kind of like the story before and found an ant that was carrying maize and followed it back to its anthill he obviously couldn't get in, so he had to transform into an ant himself. Oh, did you say he obviously couldn't get in? Like, <laughs> everybody knows what this guy looks like. Too big, man. A dragon can't fit in an anthill. That's rude. <laughs> so he had to shrink down, turn into an ant, and he discovered maze, brought it back to the humans. So how come the gods don't know about things that are growing on their planet? <laughs> I don't understand that shit ever different department man we work at the same job but it's not like i talk to him all the time okay well that's <laughs> some fucking shitty management who's your over god this is why everybody needs the all father to just step in every once in a while and be like yo yo this is how we all die and i'm gonna tell you about <laughs> it now they could have just stopped it that's what they try and do in the marvel movies all clever and in the background <laughs> That's probably the most clever thing that they do in all of the Marvel movies is like show him circumvent Ragnarok and then have Ragnarok happen still. <laughs> I was talking, maybe it was you. Um, what if you knew your death day? Like you didn't even get a year or an age. It was just like, yeah, July 27th, you will pass away. Just any July 27th? <laughs> yeah, so like every July 27th, you had a big party and you're like, I don't know, guys, I might die today. <laughs> I mean, I would come up with a different... Do people believe me that that's a real thing? Cause if yeah, they, it's a, just a common thing. Everyone you know, uh, has a everyone, birthday oh, and a death day. Well, then it, we would just be having too many parties. Like Our <laughs> entire civilization would be different because every like there'd be no days off from that true so yeah. if you knew more than seven fucking people statistically <laughs> you'd have seven days a week of almost somebody dying that's like a legit we wouldn't have any of this as our society <laughs> none of this would happen we would all just like hold hands constantly or some shit yeah what if we just got kind of used to it though and it was we like... would be used that'd be us just holding hands yeah like, cause how do you function knowing that? Also, when in history in that world did we come up with the calendar? <laughs> but like me personally, if I just thought that like one random January twenty something, that's like every twelve fucking years, I knew I was gonna I'd be invincible every other day of the year. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I would be utilizing the fuck out of that. I would just See, be that's... fucking robbing banks and shit. Although you can get monkey pod where it's like <laughs> you you're safe the whole time because you're in jail. But you know, yeah, if that was a known thing, everybody would just yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> it would be. Super I would weird. start forcing. I would find some way to force people to wear their death days on their shoulders like some kind of fascist government because that'd be the only way to be fucking safe like the rest of the time that is an invincible person like everybody is invincible in that world except for (laughs) one day a month randomly and you don't know which one that's gonna be but you might also have to watch out for that guy because he maybe he's like well fuck it i'm gonna die i'm just gonna go crazy today but he can't kill you because you're not gonna die that day (laughs) true so it's like (laughs) the only time you really have to worry about that shit is if you have multiple people that have the same death day that's why you make them all wear fucking arm sleeves (laughs) that have their death day so they don't get on the same bus because that means that bus is gonna crash but also, it may not be their particular death day. You know? Yeah, their death but if day there's multiple the of year. them, statistically, it is. <laughs> right. So if you have, like, 16 of the people with, like, the 23rd as their death day on one bus, statistically, that's a bad bus to be anywhere near. It might not be your death day, but they can cause you a broken leg or something. Yeah. I bet you would get weird people, too, that would want to have, like, survivor complexes that are like, well... I don't think know. we would pay any attention to that shit. <laughs> like, I'm betting that this year isn't my death year, but, it, you know, today's my death day, so I'm going to get on this bus. It's I, probably going to crash. But if it's your death day and there's just <laughs> one of you and everybody else on that bus has a different death day, then even if the bus does crash, it's probably not a very bad crash. That's why you probably have more people that are like... Uh, doomists that are just like I want to cause havoc that start like secret online forums where like all of the June 19th decide they want to get together on the same June 19th and see what the fuck happens (laughs) and that's how like protests will work it'll just be like all right, we're going to send all of our July 15th over in front of your building on July 15th unless you give us all raises (laughs) because theoretically if you get enough of them together like that's going to be the site of a bombing yeah, and they like a certain percentage of them will die to prove a point, and then the rest of them are really going to annoy the hell out of you. <laughs> well, it's like, but if that's you don't know what's going to happen and they all get there, something like that was going to happen naturally would have to happen there to take right. a lot of them out. <laughs> and you'd be even weird. It'd be scarier if they all showed up on one day and none of them died. Yeah. And you were like, great, that's that's a time bomb. Like, they're all just <laughs> fucking sitting there. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. Fucking dragons. Okay, so we talked about the South African one migrated up into the Asian dragon. Uh, the next one that came around was the Australian dragon. Which is upside down. (laughs) Little bad Australian humor there. Yeah, flies (sighs) counterclockwise. Clocks didn't (laughs) exist back then, Adam. (laughs) Its name is the Rainbow Serpent. Mm, Not the Serpent and the Rainbow, which is a very different thing. Which, you know, going back to the what kind of dragon do you want to be? You'd be a Rainbow Dragon. If I had to choose my color, I would pick Rainbow. Yeah. In (laughs) D&D, it's a happy dragon, so... 
Nice. For going by those rules, you win. And incredibly intelligent. I mean, I pretty much pick Rainbow for everything. That's I would never choose Rainbow for <laughs> pretty much anything. Or Shiny. Or a Purple. Or should I see Purple? Maybe. <laughs> but Shiny? Almost certainly not. Sometimes I do like a mat. So I guess that's not as unanimous. I'm more, like if I do shiny, it would be like an accent of something. I'm not a shiny person. I am a very much so a matte person. <laughs> Should have named you Matt? Nah. I mean, they probably would have been more advantageous. <laughs> uh, but the Rainbow Serpent, you know, just like these other dragons, he was around when there was... Just people. Did he also spit water on everybody? <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. God, it's fucking these dragons, man. <laughs> he uh he was out there when, you know, he it was humans, but they same deal, just barren land. Uh but he was actually asleep underneath the earth and he slept for many ages. That doesn't mean like what what's an age? Is it ten years? Hundred years? I, I don't know, in dragon time. I, well, I would assume we counted it in human time because it's <laughs> stories being told by humans. Uh, he slept for many ages, but when he awoke, made it rain for years. Dude, that's they all. That's how dragons operate. They're wet. <laughs> They're scaly, wet boys. And as it rained, so the dragon, you know, traveled around the earth. After it awoke from its slumber. Made a bunch of mountains, lakes. <laughs> and everywhere it traveled, yeah, it filled with water. Do you know how I knew that? How? Babe the Blue Ox. <laughs> so that's how we got all of that shit. Anytime they make something big move around, they're like, mm, and it made the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a trail of flowers followed it everywhere it went. I know your creation story trope, motherfuckers. <laughs> Just sitting there, like, in Christian heaven, talking to God, being like, and it was lazy writing, too. <laughs> yeah, so everywhere I went, the tracks filled with water, but milk from the rainbow serpent made the land fertile. Mm, I mean, that wouldn't do it. It smelled fucking awful. Yeah, and the rainbow serpent, when it looked back on its work, it liked what it saw. And so it woke up all the other animals, brought them out, including you know two humans a man and a woman and the dragon or the rainbow serpent taught them a code to respect the earth and explained how it worked in the relationship between everything and it started with bros before hoes <laughs> turns out the dragon was kind of a chauvinist <laughs> uh so it explained the code made a little threat it was like and if you don't listen up then I can redo all this shit. I'll just make a new world. So you better follow the code. And then it went back to sleep. What? What is this? What was his plan before <laughs> he woke up? Yeah, I don't know. And what was he? He just had knows where all these sleeping animals are that have been sleeping for since ever. I guess. Yeah. That doesn't sound like he created shit. <laughs> Kind of rude, too. Like, they were all partying together. And I mean, out. it's a, you do need to lay down the law. If you spend a <laughs> bunch of time, this is something I have learned about letting people see sculptures as a child. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't fucking threaten another child's life as a child when you hand them a sculpture, they'll break it in half. 
Makes sense. Which has happened to me countless times where I'm like, hey, look at this thing that I spent hours and hours on. And then somebody just like rips its head off because they're like, I just wanted to see if it moved. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Here you go. Hold this. If you break it, you will die. Moving on. <laughs> That's why you never, you never give anything that is something you've worked hard on. Because yeah. you never know when in his brain he's not going to think that it's something you worked hard on and he will honestly break it because he thinks it's fun. And that he, he's done this to me so many times where I've done something quickly and because I've done it quickly, he thinks I don't care about it. Yeah. And he'll just break it in front of me. And I've got to be like, what the fuck? And he's like, honestly <laughs> upset that he upset me? He has no idea why. <laughs> just like, because you just smashed my stuff. So we were talking about the rainbow serpent. That's right. Okay. So those, all of those were like almost 50,000 years ago. Uh, Just tracing the mythology of it. Like I said, kind of originated in Africa, migrated up into Asia um, as humans migrated across the Siberian land bridge. That's like the South American story. That's not true. These are all dragons. People (laughs) didn't migrate. These all happened at the same time. And they're all different dragons that were on different sectors. (laughs) Imagine the last airbender map, if you will, but with dragons instead of nations. (laughs) Um, but one of the last ones to kind of develop or I guess spread is the, uh, European model. <laughs> this one. Did you just giggle? Cause you said European. Uh, I That's it's what it sounded like. <laughs> because I thought of it like a, a model, like a car. You know? uh, oh, look nah. at that Peugeot I dragon. thought you were giggling cause you said <laughs> European and I was like, oh, good. <laughs> European, I'm a PM. He jokes on yourself, just <laughs> laughing your ass away. This one, though, so probably kind of also shared some details with the Hydra. Like a lot of these. The Hydra uh, is one thing that's considered a dragon that I never thought was a dragon. Yeah. Why do you think that? Because it's multiple headed or what? Because it's got a name. Because it's called a fucking Hydra. (laughs) Because, like, that's a Hydra, not the Hydra in my head. Right. Yeah, that one always did also Even though it completely fits all of the dragon criteria for Middle Ages dragon. Yeah, that's why I was asking you. It does seem out of the grouping to me as well. But it's referred to as a dragon by them. That's another, like, the, the definition of dragon, I think, is quite often, like, a translation issue. (laughs) yeah because i think at some point in time they're just like serpent and dragon are the same thing and i'm like but they're they're clearly not like (laughs) you just think bad things at one point in time are dragons and now that's what you call a bunch of classification of bad thing right so this one kind of unlike the other stories we've been telling had multiple heads so there's a story let's see the dragon itself was referred to as Ingui, which is spelled N-G-W-H-I, Ingui. Uh, it was a three-headed, six-eyed serpent. 
who stole cattle from a, a particular tribe. And in that tribe, there was a leader who then went to the finest warrior. His name was Trito. So what happened was this serpent, Ingui, uh, stole cattle from the tribe. The leader goes to this warrior. You know, he's like, hey, this, this creature is stealing our cattle. You got to go do something about it. Uh, Trito prepared. He made a sacrifice to the gods and got strength by drinking an intoxicating beverage. Um, that's usually <laughs> how it works. Yeah, I just imagined him the night before, like getting wasted, getting all hyped. Like, I don't think he did it. The, he had to wait till like right before. <laughs> What's that? Did he do it the night before? Or was it like right before? Uh, I'm not because I would think that you wouldn't d- drink an intoxicating beverage like too far away from. <laughs> Don't want to fight a dragon. Well, there's a also a difference between, uh, as somebody very well experienced, the wonderful I can do anything rush of just getting drunk, versus <laughs> the I'm too old. What am I doing with my life? End of being <laughs> drunk. Yeah. It's like, man, I just want to go to sleep. Yeah, so if you're going to use your intoxicating beverage as an upper, you want that first half an hour where you think you look really good in the mirror to go fight the <laughs> fucking dragon or god or whatever. Good point. Good yeah, point. not the end where you're like, man, I fucking forgot to take out the trash today and everyone's going to be mad at me for it. <laughs> so he's trying to find... You know, what happened to the cattle? Where's this beast? He basically follows a river. Why doesn't takes... he just fucking put cattle out? <laughs> Maybe they were all gone. I don't know. That's a bad time to start. Like, after one, <laughs> cattle are expensive, man. Yeah, come on. You got to always have a trap cattle. You just tie rope to the cattle. Tie the <laughs> rope to your leg, and you're fine. You'll always know where that cattle goes. <laughs> So he followed a river, eventually led him to a cave where he found the Ingui. It was sleeping. Uh, he threw a spear at one of its heads. It's fucking because of course. Why not? <laughs> Messed that head up. The Ingui woke up. It was pissed. He threw a spear at the second head. He hit that head. Uh, it started to retreat. And as it retreated into the cave, he hits the third head and then it just really goes to the back of the cave. Trito retrieves the cattle. He's a big hero. So he hit the back walls of that <laughs> dragon's cave, is what you're saying. Oh, with Trito his, will hit the back walls of With that his cave. javelin or spear? <laughs> the story... So the dragon doesn't come back and fuck him up? No, that was it. He's a hero. He got the cattle. That's not that's there's part two to that. <laughs> no one liked it, so they didn't record it. <laughs> yeah, they're like part two was kind of yeah, depressing. Sequels, man. well, sequels kind of just have sucked forever. That's a <laughs> constant. You don't hear the story of creation two. <laughs> the Bible two. Well, I think that is what the second there there is the whole Antichrist thing. Yeah, it's in the, the book of Revelation, I think, is basically the sequel. Uh, well, I don't see. And is it the sequel or is it supposed to be the opposites book? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm no theologian. Uh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Theology guy. A guy. Yeah, but that would. So 
theology is one of those things that I also don't understand what means. And when people explain to me, I'm like, oh, so it's everything. It's the study of theos. Yeah. See, I don't know any Theodores. <laughs> Do you know any Theodores? Um, not personally. No. I mean, I could name a couple. I know but... somebody who goes by Ted, which is short for Theodore, but right. his name is Thomas. So, yeah, it's a fucking whole thing, which is (laughs) a completely good alias accidentally. Because if he's an ass at a bar and gives them his ID, they're like, no one refers to him as his name. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's, is that your last dragon story? Well, so the cave story is significant because anthropologists and archaeologists who have tried to find dragons find dragons and understand like what is up with this mythology of the dragon uh they found many caves in this exact setup so you know a river by a cave they will find fossils of perfectly intact snakes that are just beheaded so you know basically meaning See, a human is, did it. Something meant to do it. It wasn't like yeah. a predator, like a skunk ripped it apart or something like that. This was one of my thoughts of early snake or like this whole snake dragon thing being in the water in the first place. It's because when a snake goes through the water, the ripples on the snake get <laughs> fucking huge. Yeah. So you remember me telling you about me and my fucking friend having to paddle off of the fucking island because a bunch of fucking snakes just came off of it? <laughs> yeah 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 one of the things that stuck in my head is the size of the fucking waves that were coming off of the line of snakes so like three snakes yeah. next to each other can make an entire river look like or an entire lake look like it's fucking coming after you <laughs> definitely and that's the whole time i was fucking reading stuff about it, like the early shit i was just like oh these guys are just seeing stuff that wiggles back and forth in the water that's why like all of the medieval ones i'm like you guys just saw a fucking chicken in the water some fucking duck or some shit yeah so that's kind of you know like Finding these intact snakes are basically pointing to a ritual. Well, no, you got to kill them before they get big. (laughs) Right. But it's like, oh, we'll recreate this story, right? And defeat the dragon. So it's like this ritual thing. And basically what that could point to is exactly what you're saying. Like people misinterpreting the size of snakes, which I guess is an extremely common thing. It's like, very hard for us especially if there's like a field of depth involved yeah, to know the size of shit well like snakes in we particular. do that with cats as well <laughs> yeah any black cats were like it was huge and then they find it and they're like it was one foot tall and named mr fluffy yeah there also might be a kind of innate thing about reptiles and humans it was a couple of people that I listened to made this point talking about dragons where, you know, basically reptiles ruled the earth for hundreds of thousands of years. Oh, they did a millions. bad job. They don't have a single castle. <laughs> I don't see any Starbucks around here, guys. I don't think Starbucks can last that long. Come <laughs> on, man. You got to go with what is the fucking everybody's preferred Dutch brothers now. Is that the hot fucking shit? Oh, I know it's a hot debate, but yeah, I don't know which one's winning. <laughs> I do feel like Dutch Bros is the like younger person's thing. Like high schoolers will hang out there. Yeah, like, it's because they pay better wages. 
Yeah. And so that's where like all of their friends get jobs and teenagers hang out where their friends have jobs because they're under the opinion that they'll get they're going to get free stuff (laughs) and they don't usually get free stuff. What happens is every once in a while their friend steals something for them. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, like reptiles kind of ruled the earth. So there may be like a weird instinctual thing in humans that's like those may have been some of our first early predators or threats not necessarily like you know dinosaurs and humans didn't exist at the same time but we tell that to the alligator and the crocodile (laughs) all right but yeah alligators crocodiles snake dude a normal snake any constrictor it doesn't take a lot to kill a dude in his sleep (laughs) right like if you showed up and there was a snake there and your friend was dead you would not be like, oh, it strangled him to death. You'd be like, it's got fangs. It must have killed him that way. Yeah. So that's like a lot of the theories, like I said, it's kind of this like deep psychological fear that may be just kind of innate in humans mixed with this thing of like, I can't really tell what size or shape that thing is over there. It's kind of like... I feel like the commonly agreed upon theory is just like our fear and massive confusion just made up. That's how we make like everything. (laughs) That was the fucking unicorn. That was like my favorite fact about the unicorn is at one point in time, Marco Polo had the ability to just completely uh, disprove it. But instead of that, he was like, oh, the guys who drew this were stupid. It looks completely different instead of being (laughs) like, there's no unicorn. Like. Yeah, because that's what people do. We don't assume that we're wrong. We assume that, like, there's something wrong with what we did or we changed, but we don't, like, change our fucking actual initial thought for some reason. Yeah. He's like, like, you forgot the glitter and the sparkles. This is what a unicorn looks like. (laughs) But no, because it was the opposite. He was Uh, like... He took away some of the magic? Well, no, because he thought it was a fucking rhino. Oh, okay. So he was like, oh, these guys are fucking making these things like look like majestic horses and shit, and they look like (laughs) these big fucking dumpy things. And like, so he set the record straight that unicorns looked like rhinos more. Nice. Uh, Yeah, because we don't... We're never like, oh, you know that thing that we made up because we made up all of the things that we say? Um, (laughs) Yeah, we do that all the time. Maybe it's that part that's fucked up about what's going on (laughs) instead of just the description. Welcome, Unicorp employees, to this historic event. As you know, since the catastrophe of the boom wound, mankind has been clawing its way back from the blink of oblivion. Though we live in a world of technological marvels, we were confined to a few trinkets scrapped from a dead civilization. That was until 200 years ago, when THL7 Squared discovered the first corporate terminal. They spent their lives deciphering the secrets of the terminal, and found that by registering themselves as the owners, it gave them greater access to old-world technology. By registering more of these terminals, it increased their ability to produce housing, food, and of course, endless pornography. But that isn't all. They found the reason the computers of old abandoned us. Representation. 
Without human input, the mechanisms controlling our world remain locked, forcing this piecemeal existence of pre-programmed systems and those we control. The mystery is how do we achieve representation? We believe we have found the answer, and it is at the bottom of this very elevator. Indeed. Well, so one thing that seems to be weird about dragons is they're all born with intelligence. Yeah, like, dragons are always even, wise. Even fucking Dungeons and Dragons, which is where we're going to go here for a second, okay, uh, does two weird things with dragons that also mythology does. It makes them smart from forever, like they are predeterminately somehow intelligent, and yeah. it automatically makes them good or evil. With the creation myths, it's fine. That's like, whatever. It can be good or evil, because there's usually only like one or two dragons, and they're all on the same team. Yeah. But in Dungeons & Dragons, there are lots of good and evil ones that exist at the same time that are born with above-human-level intelligence <laughs> that have decided basically to just sit on shiny stuff, which is more of the happy dragon that I imagine you are is some fucking... I, like <laughs> nice noble dragon that gets all of its horde of shit from defending some crazy crystal castle and some shit <laughs> yeah dragons are like just below gods it seems like a lot of the time well unless there are gods because there's a lot of dragon gods and i'm pretty sure even in dungeons and dragons for some reason i i think there is a dragon god there dungeons and dragons has lots of gods like yeah. that's actually i think one of the dumb clever racist to play as an atheist like atheist <laughs> paladin because that's the equivalency of just like you can prove that gods exist super easy in that world you can just do a blessing to somebody and you know that that's because they know the god that <laughs> made the blessing so are atheists super weak then well i mean if you're trying to be a paladin yes mm. but there's just normal magic which usually yeah. comes from other ways but there it's also that's the equivalency of being a flat earther <laughs> where you're like there's a lot of evidence to the contrary of this sir <laughs> like no there's just there's no gods and you're like dude we just walked by one that one's mad at us because you keep telling it no <laughs> they almost seem like they're in a class with like genies gods dragons uh, well so in that situation depending on which genie you're going with genies are either much much weaker or infinitely stronger than a dragon yeah because that is so when we were talking about christopher moore how he does kind of like uh some in uh actual mythology instead of his own like made up mythology shit right um that goes into that fuck what was it because it mixes all of them you're gonna have to remind me of what we said at the beginning of this little section because i've now dragons got... and genies yeah so practical demon keeping that's why 
Um, <laughs> the demon in that is the demon from the original uh, Jin story, like the oh, actual okay, yeah. mythology one, like where it's DJI like the Jin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like because that's a uh, Jin was made. That's uh, I don't know if it's a Sultan, but whatever leader basically got one to build a palace for him. Okay, but it turned into a demon at some point in time but that's the demon he uses as the jinn and that's like the can be ultimately powerful genie version versus like the jinn that we get in aladdin which is just like a genie that's stuck in a bottle which is just some magic thing (laughs) see that's why i feel like dragons are kind of close to the same class because it's like they are supremely powerful but there's no genies that have origin stories yeah. Like there's that's genies are under origin at all times. Like they're <laughs> always slaves. Yeah. Are there no free genies? Well, Robin Williams that one time. <laughs> right, uh, right, I know. But like the sort of it goes weird. Yes, there is in culture, like in our modern pop culture and whatever you want to call what we have media. Now there's tons of free genies. That's like a whole fucking thing. <laughs> If you want to, like, watch bastardized versions of any of that, watch any TV show made since 1996 with fucking <laughs> a genie in it. Yeah. But for the most part, they're servitude-ish. But I think there is one god genie. Okay. I just don't remember what the storyline is. Yeah. I mean, they they definitely have their differences. And I say genies overall are more powerful, but I guess just kind of the same, like, almost the most powerful thing until something else comes along and like yeah but you could like a lich could just wipe one out i forgot (laughs) dungeons and dragons rules that's why i love the dungeons and dragons monster manual because sometimes you look at it and you're like well an entire sect of our species thought that this was a god for forever but (laughs) it only gets a plus one to damage so (laughs) it's clearly easily beaten by these kobolds what are some of the friendly dragons you know there's Puff. Uh, right? Falcor, Puff, uh, Sean Connery. Yeah, Draco. Um, so... I like Draco a lot, too, because he was also a scam dragon. You know, when they did the whole act. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, That's, yeah, we'll That made that whole fucking this. movie. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the... That movie would not have been good if that was not their whole thing. Was yeah. He was a guy who hates dragons, who haunts a dragon. Yeah. It's all like, fake. We'll scam this town. Just act like you're going to kill him. We'll fake kill you. We'll make a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. And they fake kill him the same way that the guy in uh, Lord of the Rings kills Smog. Oh, yeah. With the arrow in the... Yeah. Armpit. Yeah, because do you know how that whole thing ends? <laughs> Which like the, them no, it's Mao when yeah. Smog gets fucked up, like the guys that go into the cave don't kill Smog, just some guy down the road does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just so happens that like it's his father's armor or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> fucking Lord of the Rings shit is a little off the walls. Just like Michael Jackson. No, you what? off the wall yeah but they're not <laughs> off the walls the same way in any way oh, is it more like thriller i would say that that is still michael jackson <laughs> oh, okay i don't think you've changed <laughs> anything at all just made it more confusing i'm just saying that J.R. tolkien probably would have been afraid of michael jackson you think so yes or would he have been a huge fan uh no he would have been like oh you've like he would have seen the progression and assumed that he was like a white serving a vampire lord (laughs) 
You are the elf of legend. No, whites aren't elves, man. (laughs) (sighs) Silly, silly. Uh, I guess he had dark hair, so he couldn't be an elf. But he looks kind of elvish, I'd say. He looks like a ghoul by the end. He's missing his nose and fucking he's scrawny and moves all fucking twitchy. (laughs) I was trying to be nice. I am being realistic. Michael Jackson (laughs) looked like a ghoul by the end of it. That's... Like, look, go type in ghoul. <laughs> I'm, so I'm very curious as to what a, what a current Google search or what a DuckDuckGo search of ghoul comes up with. Just the word ghoul. What are you typing all that extra <laughs> stuff in there? I want to see if someone made a side-by-side. Oh, for sure. Because he's already made himself ghoul. looks like a ghoul from Thriller. Yeah, that's all that's coming up. No, good no I can see that ghoul right there. Well, I'm saying no good side by sides of like here's a ghoul, here's Michael Jackson. All right, here's some ghouls. For uh, you. Yeah, they're all an anime character named Ghoul, of course. <laughs> That's why I was like, I fucking really wonder what the internet's decided we want to see what a ghoul is. Let's see, does Google think the same thing? I was gonna say, what happens if you type in a Ghoul Classic? Yeah, still a lot of Tokyo Ghoul, but. Some more traditional ghouls. Ghouls are just like less mysterious or not. I would say non uh, viral zombies. Mm. But what's a ghoul to a goblin? A goblin is an actual monster. A ghoul is like a person that was ghoulified. Ghoulification is an actual word. (laughs) And I like it. Rudy Guliani. Um, correct. He also looks like a ghoul. <laughs> Should be that for Halloween. Rudy Giuliani for... I, so here's Rudy the Gugliani. thing. I think that's funny, <laughs> but I would never because somebody might accidentally assassinate me. Okay. Like... Well, I'll be Rudy Giuliani. You can be Barack Obama. No, I'm not going to do that either. What, for Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I'm going to do some blackface. For no, more. no, you just, you dress up as Baraka. I, I do think Baraka Obama is funny because I say that almost every time <laughs> that I see Baraka from that. But and you that just would, talk like Obama. So you have to really Baraka play the Baraka doesn't character. talk. Doesn't he just have metal teeth and hiss? Well, that's when it becomes the Baraka Obama. You got to meld the two I would characters. just assume that it was him in blackface <laughs> in a suit. Imagine a guy with those crazy jaws and like the whatever knife things he has. And he's like, well, I want to talk to you today. (laughs) They just did um, the voice of Sauron with a normal guy's voice over it. (laughs) They mapped it. I forgot how gross that guy's mouth is in that movie. Oh, yeah. It is terrible. Everything about Sauron is actually pretty terrible. They did a good job. I mean, Sauron's fine. Today's yeah, the day. Just like That's extreme. the same thing as Kanye. Just be like, Sauron said some really cool. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to do some plugs? Um, sure. Uh, I have the internet again, so I will be posting on my Instagram at some point in time. But also, I'm doing something. You can maybe see me at some point in time do something on that Instagram. It's Jane Fritz at J A I N underscore Fritz. Fritz with an S. Nice. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram as well. I am VR Frittatas. 
And we also have a Twitch account. Uh, you can find us. We've mostly been streaming Tuesday afternoons. We are currently playing The Last of Us 2. You can find our account. We are UPP underscore Playa. P-L-A-Y-A. You got anything else? Um, generally speaking, it's completely fine to, uh, you know, do one of those skip jump things. Just like where you click your heels. It's, yep, yep. Just be real careful because you'd fuck up your ankles. But do you one of those... What about double jumps? If you can double jump, you fucking contact me immediately in <laughs> any way so that I can either learn to double jump or use your double jump abilities to rob banks. Yeah, that would be a really cool power. All right. Well, well I'll see you later, alligators. Mm, goodbye, crocodiles. That's... Well, it's candy corn candy corn and corn to candy, which are three completely fucking different things, Adam, and I'd appreciate it if you'd understand.